Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, April 24th, 2022, and this is day 1498 of our journey journey together. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning and for allowing us to have the mind of Christ to go forth full of the fruit of the Spirit, uh, fulfilling the purpose that you've given us for this day. Help us, Lord, to love one another unconditionally. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Uh, Before I get into our message, just wanted to invite you out. Uh, I'll be preaching today at Bread of Life uh, church at 6422 Woodland. Uh, pastor Vincent Barrera is, he is the uh, pastor there. So he invited us out and I'm excited about it and looking forward to that. It will be at 10 o'clock this morning, Bread of Life, 6422 Woodland. All right, we got that out of the way. Now let's get into the word of God. Today's message is your motives. What are they? Why do we do the things we do? Why do we befriend the people that we befriend or hang out with certain ones? Or or why do we uh, buy the things that we do buy? Let's learn a little bit more. We're going to be coming out of Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Yep, the Tower of Babel. (laughs) The The things that this group of people did was amazing. But the motives were not right. All right, so let's dive in. It says, now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the earth, of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. You know, when God comes down, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't recall seeing it where God came down. Now, in, in the Garden of Eden, he did come down. He, in the cool of the day, and he fellowship with Adam and walk with them. But this, he came down to see what they were doing. <laughs> he says, the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us, now listen to what God says, let us, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, go down and confuse their language 
So they will not understand each other. He didn't say, let me tear down what they did. Let me confuse the language. That will do it right there. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. So there was a lot of separation. He moved them from where they were uh, to other places throughout the whole world, and they could no longer speak the same language. Isn't that powerful? Because, and, and, and for God to say, if they decide to do this, he says, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Look at what we can do that's positive, that if we had one voice, one language, speaking as one person, what we could all accomplish for the good. This was not for the good, and that's why God did what he did. So point number one, have you ever seen shows about the rich and famous? Many of them give us a tour of their great wealth and their great accomplishments. It's very rare that you hear any of them give God the glory for what they've acquired, right? You, you don't, I mean, it's just rare. I'm not saying they haven't, but, uh, you know, yeah. We may not be multimillionaires, but we too need to watch our motives. Why do we do the things we do? Is it to bring glory to ourselves or to bring glory to God? To share the love of Jesus with others? To build the kingdom of God? Why do we do what we do? What is the motive behind it? Just as God confused the language and scattered the people in the plain of Shinar as they came together as one to build the Tower of Babel, consider the world's first skyscraper. You notice how man is always wanting to build the tallest skyscraper. You know, people in other countries are doing it and they're known for the tallest one. Who cares? <laughs> what difference does it make? But to them, it makes a big difference. But what is the motive? It is to bring glory to themselves. The city of Babel today lies within the modern day city of Hila, the center of Babel governance and uh, governance Iraq. So it's in Iraq or near Iraq, about 83 kilometers south of Babylon, I mean, south of Baghdad, uh, the Iraq capital city. So Baghdad is the capital of Iraq. So this place where they were was uh, right near, uh, was in the center, let's see, the center of Babel, uh, Governorate, uh, Iraq is where it was located. Quite interesting. Okay, and point number two, what if we took the same principles of working together, one common goal, as they did in the book of Acts, the first church, you know, um, no one went without, whoever was in need, they had it because they all had one mindset to work together, uh, to spread the love of Jesus, to win souls to Christ, building the kingdom of God. That's That was their goal. And whatever that looked like, if I had a lot of money, then and you didn't, I shared with you what I had. It wasn't about making a name for anyone. It was all about glorifying God. 
So, you know, if we came together, one common goal, truly loving one another, sharing the love of Jesus with others, giving, equipping, and empowering others as Jesus did when he walked the earth, this place would be perfect. <laughs> okay, I know, I know. Not happening right now, right? At least not now. When when we, when the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven and, you know, after all the tribulation, the millennium and all the different things uh, take place and uh, there is a brand new earth, uh, the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven, we will be with the Lord. It will be perfect. No more nighttime, uh, no more need for the sun, the stars or the moon because Jesus will be the light uh, in our presence. We will be with him. Oh my goodness, no more tears, no more sickness, no more death. All of those things will be done away with. But until then, we're here and we have a purpose, right? So it does not mean that we stop fulfilling our God-given purpose because others choose not to. Our motive is to please God and to be good ambassadors for him. Even when everybody else is doing what they want to do, God is calling on us to still be that, make that difference, to have a motive uh, to lead people to Christ, to have a motive to glorify God. You see, they built, the, the people of Babel built their tower as a monument to their own greatness, something for the whole world to see. Uh, this tower was a great human achievement, a wonder of the world. It was about them, again, not to glorify God. So we need to check our motives regularly. When God blessed me with my business, you all have heard me speak about it many times. Uh, one of the businesses he blessed me with was serving clean. And it was after doing something else that I wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> and, and I was doing it for the wrong motive. The other thing. Uh, yeah. And, and then after that, I'm like, okay, Lord, what would you have me to do? And he said, what do you enjoy doing? And I said, I enjoy serving. That that is truly one of my gifts, serving. And uh, and I would do it, you know, in my church at the time, Victory Temple, and setting up and serving and cleaning up. And my kids were with me all the time. And my sisters would help me. And one day I told them this. I said, one day I'm going to be able to pay y'all to do this to my sisters. And they're like, okay, whatever. Uh -huh. And some years later, there it was. And, and when I said to God, I love serving, he said, there's your business. And I said, what do I call it? He said, and he put on my heart, serve and clean. It was very simple. My son, an artist, uh, he, I asked him to draw up the logo for me, gave him an outline of what I was visualizing. He drew it up spectacularly. And uh, I took it to the printer and had my business cards and all my other stuff, uh, you know, letterhead and all those things done and and uh, we began. <laughs> we began slowly. And my goal was to help people. My motive was to serve so that so that the people can enjoy their own event. Right. So that they're not stuck cleaning up so that they can enjoy. And, and that's how it was the first couple of years. We were in business for eight years. And um, then um, I started going to different meetings and uh, growing and getting, you know, all kinds of awards and just so many things being recognized. And it felt really great. Um, and I remained humble for the most part. However, 
uh, I began to want to make more money. So the goal was, you know, not just to have money, but just based upon uh, sitting in groups with other entrepreneurs. Oh, I'm at a million dollar mark. I'm at two million. My goal was I want to get to a million dollars. And so that was my focus. So my focus was no longer 100% about uh, serving the people. It was more, I would say, 50-50 now. 50%, maybe 60% wanting to make a million dollars. Uh, back then, that was pretty good. Now it's like you got to make a billion. <laughs> and I wanted to do that, and I focused on that. And then the Lord got my attention. And man, oh man, did he ever. Oh my goodness. And he let me see and let me know that my motives were not right. They're not, they were no longer lined up with the word of God. They were more about now, you know, making money. And I was still serving the people and doing a good job. And, but money was at the forefront, making that million dollar uh, mark. And, uh, and so, and listen, there's nothing wrong with having benchmarks and saying, I'm going to get to this plateau and that plateau. But the key is why? You know, is it to glorify self or to glorify God? This was to glorify me. It wasn't to glorify God. So it, uh, it would have been to glorify me. <laughs> so God got my attention in a way that he knew how. Uh, he humbled me uh, through, you know, after 9-11. It was a horrific time in America. Many people lost loved ones and, you know, just it was sad. Um, lots of businesses shut down. People weren't traveling anymore. The hospitality in industry, which I was in, just went dead. And so did our finances. And uh, my husband also had um, gotten injured on the job. Uh, that was the beginning of a lot of heart issues with him. And so we literally uh, went from, you know, the six figures over 100000 a year to less than 20000 a year. Uh, filed bankruptcy, uh, included our house that we had put so much into. It was a duplex that we turned into a single family home and we had to leave it all. We had to leave everything, just about everything. And uh, the new place God blessed us with was like half the size of what we moved from. And God blessed us that three years of being there and having har hardly any financial any any of that it was <laughs> we didn't have much money but we had every single thing we needed god blessed us with peace and joy the finances we needed to pay for our rent he he blessed us with the best landlords ever but here's what he also did he changed my heart and he showed me that my motive was incorrect and he showed me what he had for me to do and while going through that 3 year period uh, he was getting me ready to serve the people that he had prepared for me to serve. Me, my husband, uh, <clears throat> at the church we were going to be at. Uh, and it was doing outreach and reaching those people, going the people that a lot of people turn away from or shun those people. And it was truly the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my life. One of, anyway. And it changed my life. Uh, and even to this day, uh, outreach is what I enjoy doing, working with those people that other people shun. Uh, and I could relate to a lot of the things they were dealing with. 
And um, just from coming up and not having, you know, everything we needed or wanted, uh, we, we did have what we needed. But I give God the glory for that. Uh, he got my attention. <laughs> he scattered everything from me and changed my focus. And then I got, he got, you know, we were blessed with another house and with, uh, you know, another, other couple other vehicles. And, uh, but they were not what consumed us. Uh, we were still about our father's business and still are to this day. The motives have to be right. What is your motive? What is God showing you about yourself that you need to make a change in? Don't be ashamed or embarrassed. We all go through it. It's just a matter of recognizing it and yielding your will to God's will. Saying, I surrender all, Lord. You know, you don't want to get broken all the way down like he broke me all the way down. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, God, I quit. I surrender. I surrender. You win, Lord. You win. Please show me what do I need to do. And he showed me very clearly, just as he will show you. And I'm sure he already has. You're probably wondering, should I or shouldn't I? If I do this, this will happen. God is in control and he's waiting on you to yield. Now, if you don't know him as your personal savior, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, that is the best move you could ever make in your life because it means eternity with the Lord. Otherwise, it would be eternity in hell. There's only one of two places that we will go to. All right, Mighty Warriors, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And, uh, don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Check out what we're doing with our youth, uh, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.